And of course, as if life wasn't complicated enough, uh, Faribol. After the victory of the Giladites over the children of Ammon under the leadership of Yiftach, the men of Ephraim mobilized. Basically, they wanted to be part of the war. Why weren't you part of it? Similar to the issue that Gidon had previously, and with the same tribe, the tribe of Ephraim, who were obviously very proud. And they crossed the Jordan northward because Yiftach was on the west side, the east side of the Jordan. And they said to Yiftach, why did you cross over to make war of the children of Ammon without calling us to go with you? We will bury your house with fire upon you. Yiftach said to them, I was a man of strife, I and my people against the children of Ammon. You know, we had an issue with them. I summoned you in the past, but you did not save me from your hand. You did nothing. Perhaps you have the right to lead an army, but you did not come to assist me at all. I saw that you, Ephraim, would not save, and I placed my life in my own hand and crossed to the children of Ammon, and the Lord delivered them into my hand. Why have you come to me today to make war against me and to quarrel? Yiftach gathered all the men of Gilad. He made war with Ephraim, and they smote Ephraim as they said, You are survivors of Ephraim. Gilad is the midst of Ephraim and the midst of Menashe. Basically, Gilad is part of Menashe. Since the men of Ephraim were refugees in the territory of Menashe, the people of Menashe, which is Yiftach's tribe, outnumbered and inundated them. It's a hard sentence to understand. Some explain it that the men of Menashe would identify the men of Ephraim and strike them because Gilad was divided between Ephraim and Menashe. Alternatively, this is a reference to the way the children of Ephraim would hurl abuse at the men of Menashe when they fled from the Ammonites into the territory of Ephraim in the past. So there was no love lost between these tribes. Gilad captured the fords of the Jordan from Ephraim so that they could not return to their territory. It was when one of the refugees of Ephraim sought to cross the Jordan and would say, let me cross, that the men of Gilad would say, are you Ephraimite? And he would say, no, a natural response, as he knew his life was in danger. They would say to him, now say the word Shibolet, and he would say Sibolet, as he was unable to speak it correctly. The children of Ephraim had a problem with the SH sound, which they went basically out of lisp, and they would go S instead of Sh. <laughs> Interesting, a genetic issue. They would seize him and slay him in the fords of Jordan. Basically, there was a lot of anger. Remember, Menashe and Ephraim were both the children of Yosef. So these were real family. But the worst fights happened in the family. At that time, 42,000 men fell from Ephraim. Yiftach judged Israel six years. Yiftach the Giladite died and was buried in one of the cities of Gilad. Some say that Yiftah contracted a disease that caused pod body parts to fall off, which were buried in a different location each time. Yiftah did not serve long as a judge, despite the fact he was apparently not old in the time of war. Basically, he didn't have a pretty life, this fellow. Three other judges. One of them my favorite, because his name is spelled like my surname. <laughs> um, after him, follow Yiftah's death, Yivtsan, spelled Aleph Bet Sadik Nun from Bet Lechem, judged Israel. Some people say it's the other it, that the other name of this guy is Boaz, 
who is the husband of Ruth in a story that we're going to read eventually. But other than that, we don't know anything other about Iftsan. He had 30 sons and 30 daughters. And basically all 60 of his children um, married. His family was like a small tribe. He judged Israel seven years. He died and was buried in Bethlehem. After him, Elon from Zvulun, tribe of Zvulun, judged Israel for 10 years. He died and he was buried in Ayalon in the land of Zvulun. After him, Avdon, son of Hillel, Haparonoti, the Piranite, judged Israel from the family of Piron. He had 40 sons and 30 grandsons who rode on 70 young donkeys. He judged Israel eight years. He died and he was buried in the Piraton, in the land of Ephraim, on the Amalekite highlands. Tomorrow we start the incredible story of Shimshon.